Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Good morning, good afternoon or good evening, whatever time of the day it is that you are listening to this recording. My name is Susan. Today we start with Romans. What you are about to hear is a 2,000-year-old letter penned by the Apostle Paul and inspired by the Holy Spirit. You will be stirred, challenged, perhaps even corrected as you hear the enlightening letter. Paul's gospel was the gospel of grace and glory. Paul, a loving and loyal servant of the Anointed One, Jesus. He called me to be his apostle and set me apart with a mission to reveal God's wonderful gospel. I write this letter to all his beloved chosen ones in Rome, for you have been divinely summoned to be holy. May his joyous grace and total well-being flowing from our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ rest upon you. My commission is to preach the good news, yet it is not entirely new, but the fulfilment of the hope promised to us through the many prophecies found in the sacred scriptures. For the gospel is all about God's Son. As a man, he descended from David's royal lineage. But as the mighty Son of God, he was raised from the dead and miraculously set apart with the display of triumphant power supplied by the Spirit of holiness. And now Jesus is our Lord and our Messiah. Through him, A joy-producing grace is cascaded into us, empowering us with the gift of apostleship so that we can win people from every nation into a faithful commitment to Jesus to bring honour to his name. And you are among the chosen ones who received the call to belong to Jesus, the Anointed One. I give thanks to God for all of you because the testimony of your strong Persistent faith is spreading throughout the world. And God knows that I pray for you continually and at all times, for I passionately serve and worship him with my spirit in the gospel of his Son. My desire and constant prayer is that I would succeed in coming to you according to the plan and timing of God. I yearn to come and be face to face with you and get to know you. For I long to impart to you some spiritual gift that will empower you to stand strong in your faith. Now this means that when we come together and are side by side, something wonderful will be released. We can expect to be co-encouraged and co-comforted by each other's faith. So, my dear brothers and sisters, please don't interpret my failure to visit you as an indifference because many times I've intended to come, but have not been released to do so up to now. For I long to enjoy a harvest of spiritual fruit among you, like I've experienced among the nations. Love obligates me to preach to everyone, to those who are among the elite and those who are among the outcasts, to those who are wise and educated, as well as to those who are foolish and unlearned. This is why I'm so excited about coming to preach the wonderful message of Jesus to you in Rome. 
I refuse to be ashamed of sharing the wonderful message of God's liberating power unleashed in us through Christ. For I am thrilled to preach that everyone who believes is saved, the Jew first and then people everywhere. This gospel unveils a continual revelation of God's righteousness, a perfect righteousness given to us when we believe. And it moves us from receiving life through faith to the power of living by faith. This is what the scripture means when it says, We are right with God through life-giving faith. For God in heaven unveils his holy anger, breaking forth against every form of sin, both towards ungodliness that lives in hearts and evil actions. For the wickedness of humanity deliberately smothers the truth and keeps people from acknowledging the truth about God. In reality, the truth of God is known instinctively, for God has embedded this knowledge inside every human heart. Opposition to truth cannot be excused on the basis of ignorance, because from the creation of the world, the invisible qualities of God's nature have been made visible, such as his eternal power and transcendence. He has made his wonderful attributes easily perceived, for seeing the visible makes us understand the invisible. So then, this leaves everyone without excuse. Throughout human history, the fingerprints of God were upon them, yet they refused to honour him as God or even be thankful for his kindness. Instead, they entertained corrupt and foolish things about what God was like. This left them with nothing but misguided hearts steeped in moral darkness. Although claiming to be wise, they were in fact shallow fools, for only a fool would trade the unfading spender of the immortal God to worship the fading image of other humans, idols made to look like people, animals, birds, and even creeping reptiles. This is why God has lifted off his restraining hand and let them have full expression of their sinful and shameful desires. They were given over to moral depravity, dishonouring their bodies by sexual perversion among themselves, all because they traded the truth of God for a lie. They worshipped and served the things God made, rather than the God who made all things. Glory and praises to him forever and ever. Amen. Paul was not ashamed because his message was good news. It was powerful, it was for everyone, and it was part of God's revealed plan. When we tempted to be ashamed, remember what the good news is all about. If we focus on God and on what he is doing in the world rather than on our own inadequacies, our embarrassment will soon disappear. Let us pray. Lord God, Your love overwhelms me. Please forgive me when I take for granted this immeasurable sacrificial gift. Forgive me for the times when I care more about serving myself than serving you. Let me never forget the price my Jesus paid for me personally, letting me live for you alone. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.
Thank you.